why are you tired? Oh no, I think I might have a touch of the seasonal affective disorder. That wouldn't be surprising. I uh, that's exacerbated by I'm still not on a regular sleeping schedule. So, like, sometimes I'm, I'm up so late that by the time I wake up from going to sleep, I only see the sun for, like, an hour or so. So you never really tried, though, have you? Yeah, I've tried, Mike. Mm. Don't turn this into a thing like that, man. Because mm. I'm frustrated with it. Frustrated with you? Well, yeah, I'm frustrated with me, too. What do you call a thing <clears throat> that in and of itself isn't a lie? Mostly because it's it's a ridiculous statement that can't really be proven one way or the other probably but mm. the thing the larger thing that it's implying is most likely a lie I, I don't this sounds like a like some kind of puzzle I mean is that just is that prevarication I don't know what you're saying really okay well the specific example I'm thinking of is you know what bugles are right the the corn snack thing I, I do Okay. So every so often I get an urge and I buy a bag of bugles and a can of squeezy cheese and then I squeeze the cheese inside the bugles and eat them, right? Um, okay. But lately, the past few years, it seems like I can't... Most of the bags aren't actual bugle shapes anymore. Like, they collapse, so it's hard to get the nozzle of the squeezy cheese in to fill them up. Oh, that's how you do it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I fill up the inside of the thing with squeezy cheese and then eat it like that. Um, it makes a good snack, but not all the time, just every once in a while. Anyway, so I was looking at the bag front. You know, of course, on the bag front, they've got them enlarged for detail, and, and every single one of them is a nice, big, open bugle, right? Mm-hmm. And, and their tagline, their slogan or whatever is America's favorite finger hat or something like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, for one thing. Where did you go and, and do a poll that discovered that this was America's favorite finger hat? Does America have a favorite finger hat? So I, that's a doubtful statement there. But even if that one in and of itself is not a lie, the thing that it's implying is a lie because the bag itself doesn't have any open bugles to put on your fingertips. You know? But the, the statement of it being America's favorite finger hat is alluding to it being a bag full of things you can put on your fingers. Um, I, I, huh. so you, you see what I'm saying? Like the the thing itself's not a lie, but the thing it's trying to say is, or the thing it's said in support of is, I guess. You you've already thought too much about this. I'm just. It, it's irritating because why are they allowed to lie like that? Um, Isn't there? I, I mean, there used to be like consumer protections against stuff like outright lying about stuff, you know. So, um, I hmm. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you really want to say something. <laughs> Not necessarily. I nice. No, I don't. I don't. I just. I don't. I really don't know how to respond to this. Yeah. I. I, I don't know if you are looking for a serious answer. <laughs> half and half, I guess. I mean, part of it, I just brought it up because it's a silly conversation. 
But it definitely is. I I am actually though curious about why that's permissible. So why do you hate freedom, Craig? Yeah, that's the answer, right? Usually, when you come up with a question like that, that's usually the answer. You're a communist, or you hate freedom, or <laughs> or something, you know. You're one of those. You're 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 part. You're in the olive lobby. Huh? Is, has, has Big Olive gotten to you? Olive Lobby. Yeah, they're, they're, I, they're the only contender I can think of for America's favorite fingerhead. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Olives? Yeah. You don't ever stick olives on your fingers? I go out of my way to never come in contact with olives. Oh, sometimes I'll just I'll, I'll just come in here with olives on my fingers, like. Oh man, you leave all that grease on the or oil on the doorknob and stuff. Mm-hmm. That is me. Mm. That does bring up a point, though. Not too long ago, I, I read The Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> because I'd never read it before, and it was on my list of things I should probably read one day. Mm-hmm. And um, so this whole thing about calling everybody communists isn't new, I guess, because they, they were doing it back then for people who were trying to unionize. They would just immediately call them communists and then bust them up. Did you not see uh, Oppenheimer? Oh, I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Well, that makes you a communist. Mm, that's a good point. I'm a dirty red. Yeah. He is a dirty red, by the way. I think, like, in, in, in all seriousness, like, probably the legit answer to your question as to, like, why are they allowed to do that is actually the First Amendment. <laughs> so, well, not, the First not, Amendment doesn't protect... Not literally a communist or anything, but, like, I think that would be the argument. The First Amendment doesn't protect you from outright lying, though. Oh, it absolutely protects you from outright lying. You are absolutely allowed to lie under the First Amendment. No problem. Huh. You're even allowed to lie in political contexts, right? You're like, you can make promises to people. And like a, a pink oil salesman will never be prosecuted on First Amendment grounds. That's true. That's true. I didn't think of it from that angle. But that's why the Consumer Protection Bureau had to be established and make its own laws, right? Or its own, I guess, guidelines and uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Standards. Uh, yeah. It's because, like, otherwise we could just say, oh, yeah, they lied and we've got laws against lying. But it turns out we really don't. You really are allowed to lie about most things. And I guess that gets even more complicated now that corporations are people. Yeah, I suppose so. Because when there I was a di- when there was a distinct uh, separation between the two, corporates weren't—you uh, couldn't claim First Amendment rights for a corporation that put out something like that. You know, I think you could. I don't think you could before the seventies. I think if a corporation lied, it lied, and, and they were held accountable for it. <laughs> like if they were caught, and you know, whatever. I don't know what it is. I. I yeah, I guess I don't know. I would have thought that speech, for it to be speech, there has to be an entity behind it. And it's not, we don't enshrine free speech of a human, right? We uh, enshrine free speech. Well, no, we enshrine free speech as a personal liberty. And a, corp- a company, even a person acting on behalf of a company, but it's still a company, is not a person, or wasn't a person. Hmm. So free speech really didn't apply to them. You know, before that. that, that's what the whole um, considering them corporations as people was because they were part of it's about donating money and, and how they 
um, how you know how the corporation can express itself essentially. <laughs> At least as well, as far so as I we, know of it, you know. We certainly had the idea that the public comments and the academia and other entities like that, non corporate entities, were purveyors of speech and were and were accorded those freedoms, right? I suppose so. I maybe they were recorded the. Because you know, I mean, like the, the biggest the biggest example of free speech is the press, right? right? That's what I was going to say. Because I mean, we've long established that the press has a right to express themselves. Yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe there was a distinction drawn for. Well, no, because that doesn't make any sense either. Because the press is commerce as well. I think, like, anytime you look at like consumer protection stuffs, and you look at like over in Europe, and you're like, oh wow, fuck. <laughs> they they're they're really on this. What's wrong with us? Why are we like a third world country in this? And it usually comes back to, oh yeah, we really have some core principle of just being able to say whatever the fuck you want, and we think that's more important than literally anything else. Well, that that still extends to the. I mean, the whole thing about not being able to yell fire in a crowded building. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that's free speech, but it's also not legal. <laughs> Right, and, and you can't claim free speech. There's a, there's a bright line test for that, right? Like, and it is hard to prove. Yeah, well. like you have to have intent. You, it not only does like your action does your speech not only does your speech have to cause actual harm, right? But you had to have actual malice is the I think the legal standard of that in doing it, which means like not only you don't even have to improve intent, right? You have to prove like. Intent with malice. Like, you knew that this was going to result in harm, and that's what you wanted to have happen. I think if that's... any point around there, you're just like, oh, well, I didn't know that people were going to run out and somebody was going to get trampled. And they're like, oh, well, then you're off scot-free. I think what you're saying is more applicable to libel than it is to life-threatening situations, though. I mean... Like, if you call up and say... Perhaps. You know, if you threaten to murder somebody, I mean, you're just speaking, right? If you don't intend it, you're just speaking, but you can still be held liable for that. Sure, because it, it, because it's criminal acts. So free speech has never involved criminality. I think the, the two don't overlap. Right until they do, though, because <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what like consumer protection laws were before they those laws were enacted. It wasn't illegal, right? And you free speech your way out, you know, all over the place. But once somebody said, okay, at this point in these circumstances, this is not free speech anymore, this is criminal activity, then that stopped being free speech at that point, right? Well, I, yeah, but that wasn't done via an amendment to the what was considered speech. That was done by increasing what was considered a crime, right? One thing is criminal, and there's no like exemption for free speech there. Right, but that's what I'm saying. They redefine – even if they're redefining criminality, that's still uh, – Inhibits free speech on the on what is considered free speech. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. Can I can I can I step in here for a second? Uh, I wanted to remind you guys that this started because you were talking about fucking bugles. <laughs> it's the principle of the thing, though. It, it 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 applies to lots of different stuff. You know. Yeah, like like wheat thins and uh, funions. And in fact, there has been an uptick in legal cases involving the representation of food in the past year. Like, a couple of restaurants have been taken to court over what their pictures show versus what they actually serve. You know, <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Victimless crime. I mean, a couple of major, like, major restaurants, like fast food chains. Yeah. Uh, I think one of those got dismissed, and another one might have actually succeeded in its suit. Or at least forced the company to change its actions, like, or how it present, represents its food. I can't remember, though. This was a weird year, and not all my facts are sticking in my head. You're going to have to stop with the weird year or this, this, because you say it all the time. It's like it's never not going to be. I've, I'm hoping eventually it will, like the pandemic. You know, I mean, it was a weird few years there. But it's it's we're getting back to a normal, I guess. Well, I, what I'm saying is you never do. Uh, you... It's always... It's been weird since, like, 2021-ish. End of 2021, beginning of 2022. Mm. That's not always, Mike. That's just a long time. Mm. And then, believe me, I'm not happy about it, dude. Mm. You don't have to get upset with me. Well, you're kind of... You're kind of challenging my my assertions here. <laughs> you know? Well, that's what I... That's what I do. I mean, it's not something I'm trying to do, like... On purpose, it, I don't, you know, it's upsetting. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, I, I was just wondering. That was my bugle thing. I watched uh, Asteroid City last night. Okay. And it's really pretty. I really like what they did with the colors on that. Yeah. Whole, they they like really lowered the contrast and then pushed the saturation in and it gives everything this weird. Super bright pastel thing. Mm-hmm. And it just looks really cool. I'm not sure I understood the movie beyond like it just made me laugh in spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know if I get what the... I, I feel like it's a movie that has a larger meaning than I'm understanding. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but he tends to do that. Um, but I enjoyed it, though, and the cast was great. I mean, who's not in that cast, right? Yeah, it's one of those movies, for sure. Um, I've also been catching up on some superhero movies. Okay. I finally watched I, um, I Kill Giants. Oh, did you like that? I did. It was sad. I really liked that comic. Yeah, I mean, it was sad, but I liked it. It is a sad story. Um, it was a metaphor. It was. <laughs> it was a more understandable metaphor than Asteroid City, though. Mm. I think. There's a point... In, well, I don't want to ruin it for you, since you haven't seen it yet. So I won't detail anything. But there was a point in that movie where I felt like a character was speaking for the same confusion I had about it. So maybe, maybe it was understood that... Not people, not not or that not everybody would get it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I liked I Kill Giants. I I watched the first season of Batwoman and that only season of Swamp Thing. Um, not terrible, but I don't like. They had that same thing going on that Gotham did, where they everything looks really dull, like kind of just dreary looking. And that, that was, I don't know, I just didn't, didn't, I don't know, get into it very well, I guess. Mm. 
Hmm. Um, I saw the last Guardians of the, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I liked it, but right from the beginning, it felt like a you know, it felt like a goodbye kind of thing. That's that. That was a bad thing for you. No, no, I'm just saying it was sort of sad. You know. It is sad. But uh, because it's it's not often that I can tell right away that something's ending. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, but I enjoyed it though. I think I liked it. I, I liked the. I don't remember the second one too well. All I remember about the second one was I didn't like it very much for some reason. Really? It was about dads. Yeah. I don't know if I just thought. I don't know what I thought. I can't remember now because it's been enough years that it's faded. Crank doesn't like his dad. Oh, I like my dad fine. We've you know had our ups and downs over the years, but <laughs> like any family. Dads are like a roller coaster. Uh, okay. How's your mama? Doing all right. Um, she's actually getting up and down the steps to do her own laundry now. Oh, you, she can't make you do the laundry anymore. <laughs> well, she finally released me from duty. I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she told me she was like, oh, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and do the laundry this week." And I said, "Okay." Shit. If you're sure you can go up and down them steps, you're fine. And she's been fine. So, so that's good. I mean, it just means I'm, I'm glad about that because it means she's recovering better. Um, what else? Like, I'm trying to think what else I saw recently. Because <laughs> I know I was catching up on. Oh, I watched Birds of Prey. The movie? Yeah. And it was... I, it, it's all right, you know? Yeah, it's all right. It doesn't... I mean, it's... There's nothing that, like... I don't remember most of it now, because it's been, like, two weeks since I've seen it, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't stick very well. But it was all right while I was watching. I didn't hate it, kind of. Thing. Yeah. I don't know if I understood it. Um... What do you mean? Like, I don't get the world in which it exists. Oh, yeah. I'm a little... I mean, I know they've collapsed the DCEU now. Yeah, they've... I guess they've since... They've their own little crisis. Like, since, Gun, uh, since Guns come on, I guess, they decided they were going to reboot it as a, a just a new solid universe, not the whole extended thing, now. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if I need that. I don't know if I need to care about that stuff. It, I mean, it does explain. You know, I asked you a while back, why, like, you know, what you thought about like Batman and the Joker movies, like, because they're they exist outside the current universe, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was weird for what they see. The plan they seemed to have was that they were building, you know, their version of the Marvel universe. Like, <clears throat> but it makes sense now that if they're pretty much going to disregard that and why not do those movies right yeah um, yeah oh and I, I watched The Flash yeah had its funny moments mostly I'm, that Flash that character's annoying yeah he's just he he's real annoying he's the bad guy of that movie um is he 
Yeah. He's the reason everything happens. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because he fucks up and goes back. Yeah. I, you know, like, I, I liked some of the bits, like, we at the beginning when he's rescuing the hospital. Yeah. It's, a, it's like watching an OK Go video, how it all comes together. <laughs> OK Go video. Which movie is this? Flash. No. Um, and, yeah, I didn't really get... How do I want to put there? I don't know. There, there was something I didn't get about that movie. I think about how they were explaining their fixing yeah. things and not fixing things and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? I got it. Here. It's a Jim Carrey movie. That's funny. <laughs> it makes sense if he makes if he realizes it's just a Jim Carrey movie. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um. It even has the dog at the beginning, just like in the Yeah, and then it's got they revisit him at the end. That's funny. But I, I guess on that same note, I was watching. Um, well, I guess that's not because it's alternate universe. I, I saw Doctor Strange, the uh, Marble Madness movie. Marble Madness. Yeah. And then I watched. Well, first I watched Spider Man No Way Home, and then I watched the Doctor Strange. But yeah, I hate that Doctor Strange. I I yeah. I wouldn't go so far as to say I hated it, but I don't think it's very good. Mm. It's the only Marvel movie that has any style. Yeah, all of it's bad. Good. I mean, it. Yeah, visually it looked fine. I, I don't. I didn't think much of the story though. Like, uh, there, there were times when it was so rainy that it threw me like not just out of the movie, but out of the theater. <laughs> I mean, oh, rainy! I get it. I want that ten times. Yeah, I know you do, but, like, more I, I I'm in story, dude. I'm in it for the story. Yeah, that was a shitty-ass story. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know much about either of them before I watched them, so I was pleasantly surprised by, like, the cameos and stuff. Um, I don't like, think it's all... I don't think it's a great movie or anything. I would, just, I would just rather a lot of that than a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, and I still haven't seen a lot of the Marvel stuff that's been out. Like, I didn't really understand. So I never saw the Scarlet Witch TV show, the Vision Scarlet Witch. Night. It's it's kind of almost necessary for that. Well, I, I kind of realized that as I started watching it, because I mean it explains a lot of like you know she went crazy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, except, except it really doesn't at all. Yeah. <laughs> Well, That's I mean, right, because they kind of solved it by the end of that one. Yeah. No, they, they leave they it they, with her in a good place. No, they do kind of have that door open that she was kind of lying to. A little bit, but not that far. Yeah, yeah. They they end it at the same spot that they start the first Doctor Strange, right? Like when he's like he he's figured out how to use like oh well I spent all this time learning to study and now I'm going to apply that to magic and get good at this kind of like thing and that's where she was she was like oh I figured out how I can do this well and then fucking psychotic lady who needs to be killed okay (laughs) yeah it was kind of a jumbled up movie you're a jumbled up movie I also just, I hate it when 
like this was how much Sean do you know how much of this was driven by Olsen saying like I'm out I want to do another one she's not home. she's not no. okay I thought she was saying that she was didn't want to do any more Marvel movies because wow. boy this feels like one that they had a plan for like two years ago and then they lost the actor for and like well let's make a movie that explains that <laughs> I am beyond caring at this point. Anyway. So, yeah. I'm beyond Karen. Karen's so last year. Karen is so last year, but, you know, so am I. That's true. Marvels, Marvels was fun. I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. Me neither. Have you seen the Marvels? I have not seen the Marvels. Do you want to see the Marvels? Sure, why not? One of these days. It's the first one I've been excited about in a while. Is that the, uh... Oh, wait, I'm getting that confused with the Shazam family. Yeah, yeah, that's never gonna... Well, it it won't be a... It's not a factor for people younger than us. I guess not. I just read something that... I guess there's a brouhaha with him, some comment he made. Levy. Yeah, that's kind of old news. That happened around the time that the movie came out. Oh, that long ago? Yeah. I thought that was more recent, where he was talking about, um, oh, what's his name? The guy that was in uh, Gilmore Girls and that. Pardon? Sean Gunn? Oh, I don't know none about that. What you're talking about, then? Uh, he, he was getting an interview about something. He didn't know that Sean Gunn was in the new DC stuff, and he kept thinking it was Marvel stuff, and then he made some sort of comment about basically nepotism. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. And then that was, like, causing friction and pushback on him. Oh, I just know about the, the Illuminati's trying to get us all sick with COVID kind of crap. Shazam said that? Uh, he didn't say those words, but yes, he's anti-vaxxing kind of. They're trying to get in our brain. Only uh, Joe Rogan can save us kind of thing. Now, see, I like, I've liked his work, and it's disappointing when somebody like that, that you like, says something so... Dumb? I was going to say something so, like, just egregiously stupid, but yeah, yeah. dumb. Dumb's good. Dumb, yeah. simple, and to the point. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I expect this stuff. <clears throat> well, I didn't know about that. I could have lived a long time without knowing about that. I mean, I don't know the specifics, otherwise I would tell you. And I could just be uh, perpetuating a thing that I'm only making worse in my head. That's what free speech is all about, baby. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Free speech. Free speech. William Shatner did kill him. Uh, he totally did, though. Free speech. He killed free speech. It's because he's Canadian. He doesn't care about our freedoms. Canadian he only cares about the Queen Mother. Canada has given us many, many good things. Isn't it the King Mother now? The King Mother, yeah. 
That's what that's what they call that's what they call Charles. Charles, he's the king mother. Shut your mouth. But it's M U T H A, right? King mother. Now, how many Charles in charge jokes were made over that? Uh, I don't think they saw that, so they don't care. Yay. Uh, I love Trump. Oh, shit. Huh. Free speech. Free speech. Speaking of Canada, Canadians, I was just listening to uh, Brian Adams' Reckless recently, and that's a really solid album. Yeah, that's true. Say what? What were you saying? Oh, I said it's weird. It's funny that he became weirder than Buddy somehow. He Did he? 100%. Going full crazy trumper. At least the other guy was just making lightsaber god movies. <laughs> That's kind of the same level to me. Uh, no, no. I think a lightsaber god movie is way more, way more uh, like, I don't know, just, you just want to like god and make lightsabers. <laughs> like, I can't be like that. Yeah, I don't see a problem with it. He's not telling me how my life. Uh, he literally is. That's sort of the thing about that, is that he he's definitely trying to tell you how to live your life. He just does it in a padded Bible man suit. Yeah. Right. Cool. You do you, man. Mm. I'm saying it shows a certain amount of respect. Mm. Ain't you willing to just let a bitch live? I, I am. What? So what? What were you? What were you saying before you were interrupted? Who? You. I was just talking about Brian Adams. What Brian? Oh, because he's Canadian. Right. I was just listening to Reckless recently, and I said that that's a really solid album all the way through. It's a good slice of you know mid eighties pop rock. So what do you think about Brian Adams? The stuff he said. I don't know what he said. Do I need to know? I don't either. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, he probably did say something. I think, by and large, I'd be happier if I knew a lot less about what people actually think and just could appreciate their work. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. The problem is, and this is, I've brought this up before, is that I don't know things anymore, though. And I don't like not knowing things. I think if they didn't want to make me know Say what? What'd you say? Oh, I just, it's more that they forcing me to know what they're thinking. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, they would just shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, we're coming to an end of a good 500-some years of enlightenment, right? Like, the internet kind of doomed us all. <laughs> and, uh, I feel bad about this, because I was one of those, oh, yeah, the internet's going to be awesome, right? So was I. Yep, and like it turns out when you push the distribution cost of everything to zero, like the same thing that I thought was going to be amazing, which is that everybody gets to be gets to have a voice. Yeah. Well it turns out that means all the stupid people too. Yeah. yeah. And then Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I No, I do feel bad. That has been my you know, uh, and I've been saying this for a long time and I've actually gotten mad at myself because I was like well, Mike, you're being too cynical. But the problem, the, pro- the, pro- the, the problem 
it's always going to, the, the best thing about something will always become the worst thing about something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, 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 even I was like, that's a fucking gloomy ass way of looking at things, but it's <laughs> fucking true. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all going to culminate in the, the ultimate god machine that is smarter than all of us, right? And that we don't know how it works. And so we can't approach with Enlightenment era principles in order to figure it out. And we're all just going to become a bunch of techno priests. And we're going to have, like, it's going to be a huge resurgence of religion. And then it's going to be the religion and the techno priests that say what's allowed and what's not. And uh, then we'll all be good again. I also, I believe that, that temples of syrinx, that sound. <laughs> we are approaching singularity. Um, I also believe, though, there, there's going to be a, a, a resurgence in Luddism, you know? There's going to be a oh, lot of... Yeah, sure. I mean, it's already that, happening. There's people that, that are detaching themselves from yes. their phones. And, yes, but... But it's going to be a survivalist kind of off-the-grid kind yeah, of Yeah, I don't <laughs> think those are going to be... Something closer to recidivism instead of Luddism? Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, it's just, it's change. It's, you know. Oh, you had them. I think, on the whole, things tend to just average out, you know. After after you get your big explosions of creativity and, and new stuff and change and stuff, things just sort of average out and, you know, it's a race to the bottom from there. Hmm. Uh, you know, I would like... I know, we don't do this show as often. I would like for one episode where we didn't get into like a real depressing conversation. <laughs> hmm. That's just, we started this in a different time. We started this in a different time? Yeah, I mean, bad as Bush was, you know, he was still laughable. Like, more laughable than completely bonkers and cruel. Also, I don't think we even noticed when we started. No, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we weren't really. Yeah, we didn't really talk politics, did we? Well, we weren't current paying events. attention. Or current events. We were mostly wrapped up in comic book Ourselves. stuff. Ourselves. Yeah. I am. Um, say what? <laughs> he called us fucking Gen Xers. Uh, well, at least somebody's noticing Gen X. Wait, only because I'm also an expert. Yeah, that's hard to believe. Are you really? You're got to be like right at the last year of it, though, right? Last of the Gen Wait, does that mean that Ryan is? Ryan? Yeah. No, he's born in 80. Ryan's younger than you? Yeah. By how much? A couple years. Oh. If you were... If you're old enough to have purchased the Gen X comics out the shelves, then you're a Gen X. That's like that's why they call it Gen X, right? No, that's not why they call it Gen X. Why did they call it Gen X? Because uh, then the next generation after that was called House of X, right? And then uh, the generation after that. Let me turn off the heater so you can hear me beat Josh. Yeah, Gen 
That's noisier. Turned it off. The fans just gonna blow a bit to cool it down. Which is weird, because wouldn't it just cool itself down anyway? It's not on. Dude, I don't even know. I guess they want a rapid cooling. Um. Anyway, so what have you been up to, man? Me? Yeah. The show so far has been all free speech and politics and bugles. Well, that's all I've been doing. Free speech and politics and bugles? Yeah, that's pretty much been my day-to-day. Wow. That's freaky. Uh, I've been trying not to uh, jump into traffic. Okay. It's been, you know, I finally got a job to work on, so I'm working on that. Good, good. I'm trying to, I mean, I've been trying to sell some stuff on eBay so I can mitigate my losses. Hmm. Um, By the way, if you want my Rickenbacker, I'm going to sell that. I don't think I can afford it. (laughs) Hopefully somebody can. It's a shame you're getting rid of that jangle jangle. That jingle, yeah, jangle, jingle. It's a, it's a guitar I don't play. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Way more expensive than it probably should be. Yeah. It's more of a having it because I wanted to have it sort of thing. It made you feel good for a while. Yeah, I guess. I gotcha. Um, but like you with yours, it was like not the experience I expected it to be. It's disappointing, isn't it? Yep. So I don't feel so bad about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to hang on to mine just because, because, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'll sell yeah. it and get an older one. Yeah. Maybe. Because, I mean. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, if I get to a point where it's like, oh, uh, Mike's actually good at guitar, then, you know, I don't feel so bad about buying another thing or something when I'm at a place where I can do that. Yep, I hear you. I've frozen my musical buying experience or expenses. Yeah, we are on austerity measures. Mm-hmm. I figure, you know, I've got enough stuff to make whatever I want to make right now, and I don't need to keep buying more. Yeah. Um. How's your is your medicine situation still all right? Or are those rich fat people still buying it all? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm uh. I I've got a new thing, but I'm I'm hungry again now. Like so, I'm not super hungry, but, but I I get snacky now. So that alternate medicine is not quite as effective. Well, I'm on a lower dose. Oh. Uh, so I think that might have something to do with it. I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've gained any weight in my sugar still. But uh, it's just a different thing. I guess at this point, though, you've probably developed habits that are helping to keep from eating too much, right? Yeah. Because you've gotten used to not eating as much. 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't get on the thing to lose weight. Right, but, but I mean, it's nice. They kind of go hand in hand. It's a nice side effect, though. Yeah, yeah I don't, uh, yeah. Um, you said that also uh, has curbed your drinking a bit, too, huh? Yeah, definitely. Is that one of those things where it makes you sick, or you just don't feel like drinking? Uh, a little bit of both. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it curbs. You're kind of just, uh, it definitely curbs your, like, need for it. Gotcha. Um, that sounds like a useful drug. Yeah, I recommend it. Why does Walmart hate it? What? People are addicted to Walmart? Yes, people go there and spend a lot of money at Walmart. Mm. On snacks and all sorts of shit. And they have considerably more skills. Hmm. I suppose that's uh that's all still like it's prescription dress stuff though. You can't just go get it OTC, right? Yeah, it's a prescription. No. I wonder if a doctor would prescribe it for non diabetic reasons. But they are. That's why that's why it's hard for me to get the other one. No, I meant the alt medicine. The what? The alternative that you've been taking. Uh it is a yeah, it's a diff that one hasn't been approved by the FDA for weight loss only. Gotcha. Um, it works a different way. It uh, it it triggers uh, different receptors in your pancreas, and it works on two things rather than one. So it's like a different uh, thing altogether. So I don't know. It probably would work the same way. It just hasn't been. Approved. Yeah. Right. I, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter much, though. I had to renew my insurance this year and my deductible went up by like $5,000. Yeah, insurance. It really is. I get bummed about it because I think about how lucky I have it with this drug. Because, uh, we have a. A uh, a friend and a mutual friend who who would benefit greatly by being on this drug, and he can't get it because of his insurance. That sucks. Yeah, it's like so, um, kind of annoying that I know that this stuff, and I'm just like, well, man, I hope nothing ever changes. I hope you know that would suck. But <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I mean, the Affordable Care Act, right? But I, I guess technically you can afford to get some sort of insurance, but when your deductible's super high and, yeah. and you're out of pocket super high, it's almost like not having it at all if you're below a certain income level. Mm-hmm. I mean, it pretty much renders the insurance not useful, I guess, to be polite about it. You know? yeah. Um, <clears throat> But... Whatever, I don't know. That's, that's the point we're at at the moment. Ah, you're right. This show is kind of a bummer. Yeah, thanks. Oh. I should stop that. Move on to something fun. I don't know. What's fun? <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. 
been catching up on some books too. Really? I'm on on the last Expanse book. And I'm a little behind on that because it came out a few years ago, but I, I didn't realize it. I think. And that's that's a weird series because it spans like fifty years, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like with the same characters, mostly the ones that didn't get dead. Okay. So it's a it's I mean it's just interesting you know over the course of this like such a long time period. I'm generally not used to seeing stories span that. So. Um. Like, yeah, I told you I read The Grapes of Wrath. That, that's a weird book. Okay, why is it a weird book? Um, it's, well, it's so... There aren't any grapes in it? Uh, well, I'm trying to, actually, I, I don't remember if there are actually any grapes in it. Wrathful grapes? Wrathful or otherwise. That's my favorite apple name. Angry Grapes. Angry Grapes? Is that his new band name? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I think um, I think the Grapes of Wrath is taken from that hymn. Who's he? Who's him? You know, the my eyes have seen the coming of the glory of the Lord song. And, and the angry grapes. There's no, I didn't hear any Grapes of Wrath in that. And where the Grapes of Wrath are sown? Yeah. Oh. That's a line they, in the song. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a... Uh, it's what I thought was odd about it. I think is that again, it's one of those things where I didn't realize that anti-maskers existed, like in the past too. You know, partially because we've never had that kind of pandemic situation, but you know, they, there were anti-maskers during the Spanish flu and stuff too. Mm. Um, so in in the same way as that, you know, this is set in the Dust Bowl era, so like. Uh, what is what was that? Mid mid thirties? Spoilers. Thirty four maybe? I think this is when this book is supposed to be set. Or something like that. Thirty four, thirty five maybe. Um but there's it's surprisingly that they're dealing with a lot of the same issues we're dealing with. With poverty and, and sort of out of control capitalism Because you figure this book was right at the beginning of the New Deal. So a lot of its policies hadn't been fully implemented yet. Or, you know, they, they were just getting started, so there weren't a lot of results to see. And um, so they, they didn't have – they're basically like where we're at now since most of the – you know, not most of it, but since a lot of the, the benefits of the New Deal keep getting repealed bit by bit. Um, but, you know, and what I was saying before about how, like, people were trying to unionize because there were all these – there was something like uh, – two million – some insanely high number of people migrated from, like, the Oklahoma area of the country out mm-hmm. to California because everything was drying up there. They, they couldn't live anymore. And corporations were buying up the land and kicking farmers off of it so that they could just grow whatever they could grow and make a buck off of, you know. And um, mm-hmm. so they get out to California, and they're faced with a situation of, A, there's not enough work for everybody. So they're driving wages down because they're, you know, if you need 10 men for a job, you send out a bill and a hundred people show up, you got your pick of it. And somebody's going to take 10 cents an hour, you know? Mm, yeah. 
immigrants. Um, and just like, like there, there was a scene in there where they're talking about how because they can't. Like it costs more to grow the crops than what they were able to sell them for at a certain point in this time period. They were actually mm-hmm. destroying the food, like putting kerosene on the peaches and <laughs> slaughtering hogs and not doing anything with the meat but burying it. Um, while there's <laughs> that's, that's pretty common. So. Uh, but that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, there's like several million people starving to death in in the state of California, and they're just burning food for to to boost profits stuff you know because they it's just very very weird like to think how why <laughs> you know how is this okay kind of thing you know um also Steinbeck sucks <laughs> freedom of speech <laughs> allegedly sucks sorry um I don't know it, it was an interesting book though and it, it was written very casually so it's it's not like a a lot of very complicated prose or anything. The ideas weren't simple necessarily, but the, the writing itself was like kind of more down to earth. I, I guess he intentionally wrote it for like more, you know middle class yeah. people. That where he sucks. Say what? I, I, that where he just sucks. Well, I think what actually sucks about it is that he ripped most of this information off of another lady who was getting ready to publish a book at the, around the same time and then couldn't because he published this. But most of his source information was from her. Whoa, that's rude. Um, that's what I think sucks. <laughs> but the story mm. itself doesn't. Yeah, It's a little nebulous in that it just sort of stops. And it stops on a weird point. I don't know if you've ever even seen the movie, and I don't know if the movie adapted this part. Um, with aliens? No, it stops with just... Well, then I haven't seen it. Can I give it away? Can I give it away now? Yeah, I think, I think you're good. It's been, it's been long enough we can avoid... We can, you know, we don't have to worry about spoilers, right? Um, so it, it ends on... <laughs> some guy's starving, and this young lady just lost her baby, but she still has breasts full of milk, so she breastfeeds this guy. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this. To keep him alive, and then that's where the book stops. Mm -hmm. Just like, huh? (laughs) You know, like, what the... (laughs) So, that was, yeah, that was definitely weird. (laughs) Um, That's your favorite part, though, right? Well, of course, boobies, man. Mm. That's my favorite category, Pornhub. Steinbeck. Stein boobs. Popular Pornhub category. Stein boobs. Um, but yeah. Trying to look up, you know, yeah, there's stuff. I don't know. I read stuff and then I, I move right on to another book. Read the latest Pendergast novel. Teddy Pendergast? No, no. It was, uh, the Pendergast series. It started with that. They made a movie out of the first one, Relic. And, um,. It's it's been an ongoing series ever since. Starting Wait, the horror movie relic or the one about the uh, creatures? Uh, well, the relic movie in the museum is, has a creature in it. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it's a horror movie. Uh, I guess that's a horror movie. Horror adventure. Yeah, I'm talking about the 
scary horror movie, the one about the family who's losing their mind. Oh, I don't know if I know that one. It's, I think, last year or so. Huh. Was it good? Uh, I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, this one was the one that they made that was in the museum. Although the movie's not terribly uh, accurate for the book, to the book, I guess. Okay. It's a little little less nuanced in the movie, I think. Uh, exactly what's going on and stuff like that, but that's normal. But uh, that remains... It, the, the series overall is interesting. It's kind of like a weird uh, paranormal detective kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but it's not like urban paranormal or whatever, like the Jim Butcher books. And it's, But it's not quite... It's closer to procedural, but it's not quite procedural either. And it's... Um, they're just... I don't know. I have fun with them. I like them. They're like the thinking man's Dresden Files. Uh. <laughs> it's less insulting when you can't understand what somebody says. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I agree. No, it's okay. Keep talking. Oh. You got some shade from Crank. I'm interpreting. Yeah. yeah this whole free speech thing, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not a good idea. Mm. Crank doesn't like it. Don't like free speech. Crank, crank votes no. Maybe we should live in a dictatorship. Just on day one. <laughs> oh, well, you know, yeah. Maybe day two. Uh, I don't laugh, I'll cry. Um. <laughs> yeah. When somebody tells you who he is, believe him. <laughs> oh, God. I try to tell everybody. I tell everybody I'm dumb and nobody believes me. Oh, no, I, I believe you. It's all right, man. It's all right. You know the truth. It's okay to be dumb, and there's nothing, you know, shameful about that. Hmm. You can't help yourself. I believe you. <laughs> See, look at this out, outpouring of support, man. Mm-hmm. We believe it's in you, heart, Mike. It's heartwarming. We believe in your stupidity. Mm-hmm. Talk about a Steiner. Ooh, stop. burn! He laid the Steinbeck on you. Wait. Your big old man. <laughs> of Mike and Men. Sure. Alright. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess. I don't know. I guess that's all I got. You're embarrassing. I gotta leave in a few minutes anyway to take my parents' garbage out. Why? My mom's still not up to getting the cans out to the curb. Like cities? What? Her, her cans. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute.
That's that's not a very good mom joke. <laughs> uh, I agree, Crane. I mean, you know. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Anybody got any stuff in stores? I don't even know if I have any stuff in stores. I will will read an email and we can leave. Okay. I have an email from November 21st. Okay. It's from Henrik from Denmark. Hey, he says, I prank Mike and other cranky people insert obligatory apology for not writing in. Oh, that's all right. We haven't been here. Yeah. It was interesting to hear your ideas to make a podcast on video. I hope it happens. Okay. I want to give a co- podcast recommendation, Strike Force 5. It features the late-night talk show hosts Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Myers, and John Oliver. That might be too much snark in one package. Uh, during the recent writer strike, they decided to make a podcast together and have the earnings go to their staff who were unable to work. Of the five, I am only really fa- a good fan of Colbert, in, and in general, I find the late-night concept pretty boring and worn out, but the podcast is pure magic, and they are all really funny when allowed to be themselves. That's a cool idea. I didn't know anything about that, but it's a cool idea of a good way for them to support their support staff, essentially. I did not know about it. I commend their, I don't know what you call that, generosity? I want to wish Crank a happy belated birthday and express my desire that he leave the spiders in his house alone. It's cold outside and they just want to stay warm and cozy just like you. Yeah, I just wish they'd do it someplace else. They're cold, they're cold. Bring them in. Bring them in. That is all for this week. I would promise to write more, but we all know how that is working out for me. I'm glad. It means you got life. Yep. P.S. Please scratch Floyd behind the ears for me and tell him he's a good kitty. No. <laughs> not a good kitty. He is not a good kitty. And he knows he's not. And he's fine with that. He is absolutely fine with that. He could not care less. Yeah. Speaking of not caring less. Okay. He's leaving. Oh, goodbye, Josh. Bye-bye. Love you all. Um, I was scrolling through this week just to see what was in stores. Oh, uh, the first issue of Bloody Dozen, A Tale of the Shrouded College. I lettered that. That's Charles Soule and Alberto Jimenez. Albuquerque. Okay. Um, it's an extension that I guess they're building a universe-ish thing, the Shroud College universe kind of thing. Okay. The um, what was the first one called? I forget. Oh, Hell to Pay. That was the first series. Hell's to pay. Hell to pay. Yeah. And uh, this one's called the Bloody Dozen. It's about um, oh, I don't know, like vampires in space. Is it really? Sort of. There are vampires and there is space. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to give too much of it away. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty significant. Um, 
they're the vampires are, are like imprisoned in a big cross shaped space coffin, or, or, like circling the sun to keep them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a pretty good idea. Keep them at bay, I guess. Like, but then mm-hmm. this, this team's formed because they they need to be retrieved to do something. The 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 vampires need to be retrieved. Yeah. Mm. So, so this this organ this the shady organization well, called the Shrouded. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, the shady organization called the Shrouded College needs them for something, so they put this team of family people together to go out into space and get the vampires from this cross-shaped coffin thing mm-hmm. circling the sun, like in cl- like in a sort of closer orbit to the sun, I guess. A, that would be a good movie. I'm sure they're probably an option in it as we speak. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Um. So yeah, that's in stores, and Rick and Morty presents. Oh, I didn't do this one, but I'll, I'll say it anyway because Xander Cannon did it. But it's a Rick and Morty presents Rick in a Box. Mm-hmm. And I like Xander Cannon's work, but he letters himself, so I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. He don't need your shit. Nope. He don't need me. I don't need you. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I see in stores for this week. Okay. Okay. Are you Venom? I'm Venom. Hey guys. Hey guys, I'm Venom. It's been a while. Have you guys played Spider-Man Two? I'm in that game. Somewhere between Venom and Mr. Poopy Butthole. I don't know what that is. It's a Rick Mr. and Morty. Rick and Morty. Oh. Ooh wee! Hey guys, <laughs> you should play Spider Man too. I'm in that game. What? Venom. Oh, Venom's back. Venom's in my. Yeah, I'm in your game. <laughs> I'm doing all kinds of crazy things because I'm Venom. I'm spooky. I got a tongue. Oh yeah, I forgot. He had a thing at the stinger at the end of that movie, didn't he? I'm gonna make some chicken nuggets. Give <laughs> him wax his noogies. Noogies. All right then. Um, you can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcast@gmail.com. Mike's website is ihatemike.com. Uh, battlepugs at battlepug.com. Um. Stuff. I don't know. Have a good week. Okay.